Welcome to Corestruction, a show about the missions, activities, and employees of the Tulsa District U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Today I'm coming to you from Marion Reservoir in Marion, Kansas, and I'm here with Lake Manager of Marion Reservoir, Brock DeLong. Brock, you've been a park ranger here how long now? So I have been at Marion for a little over two months. Oh, outstanding. So you're where were you at before? So previously I was at Fall River um, in Toronto Lakes uh, in the southern Kansas area. Um, been there for the last four years. I think 18 is when I came in. Um, and prior to that, I was in the Kansas City District since 2010. So you're no stranger to Kansas? No, no, sir. Well, welcome to Construction, Brock. Well, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about what happened in the last, well, two weeks, so to speak. Um, you, we had to close the recreation here at, at Marion Reservoir. And can you talk about how that came about and what happened? Sure. So the Kansas Department of Health and Environment, um, KDHE, does um, testing um, at several lakes throughout the state that have had um, historical um, HAB, um, harmful algal bloom issues in the past. And so they'll come out and sample, get the test, report what they are, and kind of off of a program, determine if it's in a hazard uh, warning or watch. Um, they came out and tested on the Monday after Memorial Day. Um, and when they got the results of that sample, they notified us that we would be in a hazard, um, which triggered us to look at closing all the boat ramps, swim beaches, and campgrounds to access to keep keep people um, as far back from the water as possible due to the concentrations of this specific bloom. The harmful algal bloom. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. And, um, now, what did that take in terms of manpower? Like, what did you have to do in terms of people to, to make sure you got all that stuff closed? Sure. So, um, we have four campgrounds um, here on the lake, um, three that we directly manage, and then another that um, the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks through their wildlife area handles. Um, and with us, two of our, our, our areas are Class A's, which means that they're on recreation.gov and are, have reservations, you know, up to six months, up to a year out, depending on the, on the situations. Um, basically 220 sites, roughly, um, four boat ramps, three swim beaches, and basically we had to block access to all that. So as far as um, the camping goes, we are fortunate enough to have a program, recreation.gov. Uh, we're able to go in there and select a set of dates and, and issue a closure um, that notifies um, those reservation holders and issues them a full refund. And then we also do our best to reach out and make contact with each one of those individuals that is affected so they actually hear it from us and it's just not an email. Um, and then once that is done and we had everyone out of the parks, we closed um, the entrance gates. And then some of our access points, we had to go out and put road barriers, sandbag signage. Um, and the signage just kind of depends whether it's a warning, watch, or um, hazard. It's depending on the signage. Right. And with a, with a hazard, you, you've got to shut down recreation access to the water as much as you can. Yes. Right. And... Um, I'm assuming you you got feedback from the community and people and and people who want to come in and, and use that recreation and, and they probably weren't happy about having the, the rec the sure. areas closed, but you know, that's a safety issue, right? Sure. And we do have, along with the people that are planning on coming out to camp, we do have um a, so several subdivisions around the lake that are a little bit more 
in tune with what's going on here. And so they, they like to voice, you know, their concerns and their opinions. And we take all that stuff in, um, explain to them the best we can, what, what the process is, why we're doing it. Um, and the same thing with campers, um, you know, honestly, a lot of them were more concerned of, you know, this is something that's not uncommon, but fairly doesn't happen as often to this extent. And so they're more concerned about it was safe to be around certain things. You know, if they caught fish early in the week, could they eat those? That sort of stuff. Um, rightfully so, people were frustrated. But once you talk to them and explain to them kind of the issues and why we were doing what we were doing, they at least understood. They may not have been happy, but they understood why we did it. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess like they, they certainly wouldn't want if their like dog got out or something sure. across the street. And, and so, yeah. And so depending on exactly how that bloom is made up, um, can have pretty harmful effects to animals, pets, um, children. So you're talking just depending on what it is, it can cause pretty extreme toxicity and even cause death to some animals. Um, now how many parks do you all have here? So we have, um, Hillsborough Cove, um, Marion Cove, Cottonwood, French Creek. And those are the ones that we directly manage. And then Durham Cove is the one that KWP, um, manages directly. Uh, Kansas, uh, Department of Wildlife and Parks. Okay. And what did you have to call in help from other, other lakes? Um, we did not, fortunately, um, we were able to do it with our own staff, um, We've got two full-time maintenance positions that are currently filled, um, two full-time rangers. Um, one of them is vacant and a summer ranger and then an admin. Um, between all of us, we were able to handle it and get it coordinated and taken care of. Um, we did have some assistance as far as the coordination in, you know, through communications um, from other people, um, you know, uh, the assistant operations manager and the operations manager as far as that goes um, with communication through the Pulsar District. What, what's most important for people to understand about, um, when, when you have a situation where we have to cancel reservations potentially, or there's a, a question about, I have a reservation two weeks out, sure. right? I don't know whether or not the bloom's going to come back or whether it's going to continue or not. What should I do as a person who has made a reservation through recreation.gov? Sure. And so what, what we have done and what we will continue to do is, we will go in and make those cancelizations, um, and we will try to hold off to the latest point so it's not a wasted effort and you're inconvenienced. But when we do do that, we'll make contact with you and you will automatically be issued a, a full refund to whereas if you wait and you try to do it, you'd have to go through a process to request a full refund and that sort of thing. And so um, anything that will be canceled because of anything like a HAB, we will handle the cancellations, the communications, and issue the full refunds. Right. So it, it, if you want to avoid the, any additional paperwork or review process, it's better to just let you all yes. cancel it. And, and, and that is one of the um, major issues that people have called about asking um, just because they don't know. And it, like you said, it'd, it'd be great to have a crystal ball and be able to say, well, it'll be open by this time, but do it with the best with the information that we have um, and keep it as, as current as we can. Have you all received any rainfall which has impacted the... So, yes. So, we are currently just about three feet high. Um, and like I said, I've only been here for two months. But when I started, we were about a foot and a half low. And so, 
um, that has brought us up and flooded some campsites. Um, and it also has brought nutrients in, which can be detrimental to that bloom and cause it bigger issues. Um, we haven't seen that yet, but, um, so not only do we have the have issue, we have flooding issues. Um, and so of, uh, you know, I said earlier, we had about 220 sites. Um, if, when we are able to open, um, even an additional 76 of those will have to be closed just because they're underwater right now. Right. Wait, you said you had how many again? 220. Okay. And you and said you'll have 76 will be closed. Okay. So a little uh, under half, about 40%. Yes. Okay. So, so, and you're, and what's the situation now as far as the, the, the blue green algae or the algae sure. bloom? So, um, KDHE came out, um, earlier this week, um, and did an unscheduled sampling at our request. Um, they do have the results back and they were able to put us into a warning, which will allow us and has allowed us to open up some of our areas. And um, we still have to keep the um, swim beaches closed um, just because it's inviting direct contact with the water. Right. Um, basically remove all the hazard signage, post warning signage, um, boat ramps are back open. And like I said, um, about half of the campsites are back open and, and, and used. And and there's a lot of really good information about harmful algal blooms on the uh, Kansas Department of Health and Environment website. I've, I've gone there and looked at the hazard and warning and, and sure. um, the other the other the other information that they have. So there's a lot of great information there, mm -hmm. and it, it, it's it's a it's a good guide to give you an idea of, of where things are. So they'll test about once a week. Is that correct? It's situational. I mean. Kind of standard right. is once a week. I mean, there are times when they don't. Um, right. but with us specifically, more than likely, they'll be testing every week just because of our frequency and changing um, environmental factors that could affect what's going on here. And half of, part of that is we monitor the current situations and relate that to them if we think something's going on here. You guys need to come maybe pull another test or something. Right. Okay. So um, they'll do that. T sampling and testing and then um you all work pretty close you have like a weekly call with them yeah so um typically um every thursday around three o'clock um there's a uh a update have call that is basically every stakeholder in the state is invited and it, it's not just a specific area they go over the current situations within the state um make any news releases that sort of thing um but make those notifications to you know the state stakeholders water supply those people um before it goes um, public. Okay. I mean, from, from the ranger and um, project office perspective, when you guys have to close a uh, close recreation in the summer, especially like, how does that make you all feel? Or what do you get a general sense from the staff, the, the rest of the staff? Like, does it, does it, it is, hurt morale a little bit or make you feel a little bad? Oh, I wouldn't say it hurts morale. It'd be more of, it's just another thing of, of the many things that we have to do that kind of drop everything and let, we got to get this done. And so it definitely shifts our focus and, you know, it may stop a current project we're working on something like that. Um, and it can be an additional workload, but for the most part, everyone pitches in and we get it done as quick as we can. And we know it's part of the job and it's better to get it done quick and get all the notifications made and any closures uh, than to sit and wait and maybe possibly allow something bad to happen. Do you guys feel that disappointment on the public's behalf, sort of? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not uh, something we enjoy to do, um, but it's just something that we have to do. And so we, we definitely understand the public's frustration, disappointment, all those things. And, and like I said, we do hear that. Um, try to sympathize them the best we can. You know, don't want to do this. We just have to. 
Right. Well, it's for safety. Sure. You know, I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't risk having somebody out there and um, when when you know there's a bloom going on. You yeah. Know? Um, and I guess uh, what advice do you give to people if they're going to be allowed to to take their boats in the water and they'll be allowed to fish? Sure. Um, um, what do they need to do? Minimize any contact with the water that that you can. Um, I would not suggest getting in the water, um, but that would be everyone's personal choice. Um, but if you can definitely see um, a bloom in the area that you're at, just I would suggest to stay stay away from it um, and possibly go to a different area. Okay. What uh, what other information is there that people need to know? about uh recreation right now so you're up three feet mm-hmm. if they're on the uh, I'm, I'm assuming if you're boating if you do come out to boat um that's going to change the shoreline right absolutely um just with the uh, fluctuating lake levels um as anywhere and um, there are submerged hazards um not every one of them is marked um and like i said like you said they change um, when when we go higher and more goes underwater, um, there are more hazards out there to be cautious of. Um, and just if you're you're not familiar with the lake itself, to just be cautious when you're on the water. Make sure that you've got all your your safety equipment with you. If you have a life jacket, you could I did have it on. All that stuff just to make sure if any there is any instance you're you'd be safe. What about debris? Are you noticing more of that in the lake right now? There are, there are um, an increased amount um, with these inflows. It's not significant, but there are there are a few items out there, yes. Right. So you might want to watch out for Absolutely. tree trunks yes. or limbs. Sure. Right? All right. Well, uh, Brock, I really appreciate you for ta- taking the time to sit down. And I know you're very busy, especially with, with everything going on. Um, it, what have I not asked you that I should have asked you? I, I think you've got everything. Outstanding. All right. Thanks again for your time, Brock. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks for, for hosting us up here. Thank you for joining us for Core Construction. Core Construction is a production of the Tulsa District U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Public Affairs Office. This episode of Core Construction is brought to you by the Marion Lake Project Office in the Kansas area. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. <music>